Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ here in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that's vital for our faith and our commitment to God. Because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Help people in your life grow in their faith come closer to God, help them get to heaven by getting them into God's word by sharing these studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. What a difference that can make in their lives. Help them to grow in their faith. Make, the, make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study. We're talking about taking back morality. Taking it back from whom? Well, from the devil, because the devil has been extremely influential in leading our nation into all kinds of immorality, and let me tell you, into depths of immorality. And most people would probably think automatically of sexual immorality, and that's only one avenue of immorality into which the devil has led our nation. Our cultural mindset right now, it is far from pure. It is, to a great extent, immoral. And influential people, people in places of power and influence, are leading us, or at least they're trying to lead us, deeper and deeper into all kinds of immorality. It's not just sexual immorality. It's all kinds of immorality. Now, we've talked about we need to begin by personally, individually, making the commitment that we are going to turn away from evil, we are going to develop godly character. And we've used as kind of a base text for this study, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11, where the apostle Paul wrote, but you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue, and that word pursue is active, it means get after it, Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. And we've emphasized the point that there is no such thing as being righteous without being godly. And if we're going to be godly, then we're going to have to have faith in God and be faithful to God. They go hand in hand. And we began by looking at different avenues through which we can take back, in fact, we need to take back morality. Now, it begins with us again. And then as we make that commitment and we start to live that life of focusing on being moral spiritually, then we can influence others along the same line. And then they can influence others, and they can influence others, and it has an ongoing rippling effect, and it can affect more and more people, and then cover greater and greater spans of our, of our nation. We are in danger culturally. How long will God tolerate the ungodly, the immoral direction in which our nation is proceeding, and it seems to be headlong right now? Well, we need to take back respect for God in Christ. Now, should we have respect for our governmental leaders? Uh, yes. On the, on, on the surface of it, we should, because civil government is by God's institution. But that does not mean he approves of all of the 
civil government leaders at any given moment in time. But the, the whole principle of civil government is by God's design. But when they start leading us off into ungodly directions, then we first, our first commitment and dedication is to God, not to human beings who happen to be in positions of authority within civil government. If they're going in immoral directions, we cannot follow them in those directions. And it doesn't matter what our political party identity might be, we must stand with God first and foremost and all the time. We need to take back respect for God in Christ in conduct and speech. To hear somebody use God's name or Christ's name in profane, cursing ways should make us cringe. It should make us cringe because that's immoral. That's ungodly. That's disrespectful to God and Christ. Now, we certainly need to take back sexual morality because, again, our culture has sunk into almost, well, I started to say almost unimaginable depths of sexual immorality, but you can read back through history and see that that's been the case in other nations through history. How sad that we have, we have ended up copying them to a great extent. We need to take back a lifestyle of honesty and integrity because dishonesty is immoral. Just another avenue through which the devil has worked on us to pull us away from morality and into immorality. Now, the final section I want us to think about is we need to take back, and this is basic to all of this, if we want to live a godly life, if we want to live a righteous life, we need to take back faithfulness. The Hebrews writer identified, well, he defined faith in Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's not just a personal belief. It is based upon, it is a belief based upon evidence and substance, God's word. Again, faith comes by hearing the word of God. We say that over and over and over and over and over again in these today's Bible class studies. Romans 10 and verse 17. The more we're in God's word, the stronger, the deeper our faith becomes. And then in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, the Hebrews writer goes on and he says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, if we want to be a person of moral character, if we want to abstain from immorality, then we're going to have to come to God. We're going to have to live a moral life before him. And that's going to be, of necessity, a life of faithfulness to God. We begin by developing faith in him, again, through his word, his teachings, as we become diligent students of his word, Study, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. But we have to put that into practice. And so as we put that into practice, that's our faithfulness. We develop faith in God and in Christ, and then we live the life of faithfulness before them and to them. So 
John chapter 8 and verse 24. Jesus said, I said, therefore, that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So our faith is fundamental. And it's not just, it cannot just remain a personal belief. It has to be that my personal belief, my faith in God, my faith in Christ, put into action through faithfulness. And Jesus himself stated that in Revelation 2 and verse 10. At the end of the verse, he said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Now, that's a life style of faithfulness. I'm living my life actively, committed, consistently in faith in, before God. Faith in God, faith in Christ. I'm serving them actively, and that's my faithfulness. I'm living by God's teachings. That's obedience. That's faithfulness. In Mark chapter 10 and verse 38, Jesus said, you do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Now, this is, this is a request from James and John. They were two of his apostles. And he said, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? They said, grant us that we may sit one on your right hand and the other on your left in your glory. And then he said, you don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? He was using illustrative language there to get across to them, are you able to be faithful in your following me as I am being faithful in my mission that God has sent me on? Are you willing? Are you able? Are you dedicated enough to be that faithful? And of course, he was training them to be exactly that faithful, but they needed to come to understand it. In Mark, uh, I'm sorry, in, in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24, and I want us to turn there and read that, Matthew 16 and verse 24, again, Jesus speaking, and notice what he says, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now, take up his cross. In other words, you've got to actively follow me. You've got to actively serve me. You've got to actively teach by my, uh, live by my teachings. You must be dedicated and committed, and that is faithfulness. We need to take back faithfulness. We need to stop being people, and this is largely the case in our country right now, who voice faith in God while they're living an unfaithful life before God and Christ. In Mark chapter 8 and verse 34, Jesus said, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And Mark then is reiterating what Matthew's account states on the part of Jesus that we just read. Luke in his account, in Luke 9 and verse 23, he adds the word daily, daily. 
And when you look at Luke chapter 14 and verse 27, and this is interesting along this line, Luke 14 and verse 27, and here he, he quotes Jesus's words, whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. In other words, cannot be my true follower, cannot truly live that Christian life if you're not willing to take up your cross in service, in faithfulness, in obedience, in faithfulness on a daily basis and follow me, live for me. We need to take back faithfulness. We need to to stop being hoodwinked through the influence of the devil through various avenues into thinking that somehow we can live an unfaithful life before God and Christ and somehow still be faithful to them. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. We need to not be overcome by evil, but we need to overcome evil with good. Romans 12 and verse 21. We need to live that life of faithfulness. And in that way, we can take back morality because we'll be living faithfully to God, not just in word, but in lifestyle, in action, in dedication. We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email button and you can contact us that way. You can call us at 402 498 8397-402-498-8397. We can talk, we can study together, we can pray together. We'd like to help you make that commitment to take back morality and thereby help the nation to ultimately make that move themselves as a culture to take back morality and to stop the devil in his ungodly influence. Let's pray. Father, help us to be help us to be mighty warriors of Christianity. We're not talking about violence, we're not talking about physical combat. We're talking about dedication, determination, commitment and lifestyle to uphold your word and thereby your will for the lives of ourselves, but of all humanity. Help us to defeat the devil in our lives and to help our nation defeat him by taking back morality. And all glory to you, Father. Please help us. Please protect us. Please uphold us and strengthen us. And please, Father, we pray at this time, please forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.